0: The physical changes are secondary. It's the mental transformation that gets people hooked on health and fitness. Welcome to the Mental Reps Podcast, where you've come to grow your mind in order to transform your body. I'm your host, Deanna. Let's dive right in. And Welcome to the Mental Reps Podcast. I'm super grateful that you're tuning into today's episode. And if you're here, you're ready to learn, you're ready to grow, you're ready to expand your brain in order to expand your body in all the best ways. And today we are diving deep into five things I could not live without as a quote unquote fitness girly uh, kitchen edition. And yes, that means there will be future additions to come with fitness with lifestyle with clothing, whatever it may be things that I can't do the damn thing without having in my life and me being as routine and structured and when I find something I like I like it I use it over and over again. Uh, I'm excited to share these things with you. These have been staples as a part of my fitness journey that have allowed me to either see success or make a certain aspect of fitness a little bit easier or just enjoy this ride a little bit more. And I want to provide all of that insight to each of you whether you've been on your fitness journey for a couple of months or a couple of years. It's never a bad idea to just spruce up what you have in your kitchen what you've got going for your gym equipment what you know the newest and latest greatest uh, shorts to wear for leg day. We're going to dive into all of the trends and all of the things that I cannot live without. So welcome to the MRP and sit back, get ready, grab a notebook if you need to. If not, I will be providing the links for everything I'm talking about today so that if you do want to grab any of this and add it to your kitchen, you're more than able to do so. Five things I need in the kitchen as a fitness girly. Number one, which I guess doesn't really belong in the kitchen, but in my brain, it just fits right into the kitchen. My hydro jug. I freaking love this thing. If you see me out and about in public, there is a 99.2% chance I have this thing attached to my hip. And what makes people laugh is that this thing is big. I have the half gallon hydro jug and I carry that thing around like my baby. It sits on my hip. I have it under my arm. Like I don't go anywhere without this thing. And sure, I could pack any water bottle that, you know, I so choose with me on the go. But if you're a fitness girly and you're on your fitness journey, you know how important it is to drink water you also know how important it is to make sure you constantly have a water bottle on hand. If you are trying to hit that full gallon, that 128 ounces for the day. And for me, if I don't have this hydro in plain sight, I'm staring at that bad boy right now. Honestly, I'm surprised I haven't named this thing with the amount of time we spend together. But if I don't have that thing at arm's distance throughout most of my day, I know I'm not going to drink enough water out of sight, out of mind. And that big old jug staring me in the face right now helps me hit my water goal. Another key component of my hydro that I freaking love is the straw. I have tried many water bottles out there. I've tried even just getting the big gallon from like the grocery store or the gas station and just slugging that down. I don't like not having a straw when I'm drinking my water. And sure, that probably sounds a little bit like high maintenance, if you will. But when you get used to having a straw, you just, you like it better. And in my opinion, you drink more water when you're drinking out of a straw. So I love this thing. It's super easy. It's super convenient. I know, and it's very easy for me to keep track of how much water I've consumed, because all I have to do is fill that bad boy up twice. It's a half gallon. So I try to drink my half gallon by around noon or one and then I fill it up again, and I try to drink the rest by like 6-7 p.m. It's very easy to keep tabs on. I am not good, and I've tried this so many times. I have a Stanley cup. I have a few other even smaller hydros, different little like cups from Starbucks that are super cute. I can't keep track of like, have I drank like four of these, maybe four and a half? Okay, I need to do 7.2 a day to hit a gallon, and okay, is this 7.5? I can't be doing math with my water. My hydro jug, I gotta fill up twice. I gotta drink two of them. One, then two. And it's very easy for me to know exactly where I'm at because I'm holding that thing around and it's damn near full. I'm like, shit, I got to drink more water. So I love this thing. This has been a staple for me in my fitness journey to be able to drink, honestly, a gallon of water or more every single day. And I feel like I'm a relatively small human being. Like, I feel like I drink... A decent amount of water for my size but it's relatively easy but it wasn't always that way i used to drink like a couple sips here and there you know guzzle water during my workout when i was hot and tired and sweaty and that was about it so this thing has helped me tremendously absolutely could not live without my hydro number two on my list and i'm sure someone out there was expecting this to be number two and these are in no particular order but you knew this one was coming up could not live without my food scale. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. And years and years ago, I never even knew what a food scale was. I didn't know how to use it. I didn't care to use it. This is what's on my plate. I'm hungry for this. I'm going to eat this. I'm going to move about my day. But it wasn't until I started weighing my food out that I realized I was actually under eating quite a bit because I don't know if any of you have kind of come to this realization when you're using a food scale, like four ounces of protein, which is like a serving of protein is a lot more on your plate than you think it is. A lot more, at least for me. Like, if I were to just serve myself without the scale, I would underdo it. And I did underdo it for the protein for a very long period of time in my fitness journey. And then I wondered, why am I always sore? Why am I always tired? Why am I not building any muscle? Why am I not seeing any changes? Well, dumb bitch, you didn't weigh anything out. And when I thought I was eating maybe 120 grams of protein, I was probably eating closer to like 60 grams of protein a day. But I didn't know because I wasn't using anything to measure that protein. So, food scale has been super helpful for me. It's become such a part of my routine where it's so easy to just grab it and make my meal. I don't even have to think about it. And it's easier to do that than have to get out the measuring cups and then I have to wash the measuring cups and I don't want to be doing any of that because I practically live my life in the kitchen and the less dishes I can do, the better. So using a food scale has been Tremendously important, tremendously helpful for my journey. Could not live without it. Um, can I actually? Yes, of course. When I go on vacations and things like that, I don't bring my food scale with me. That's when I start to use the tools that I've learned from using a food scale. It's not a permanent you know, fixture in your kitchen unless you want it to be. Uh, but for the time being, for me right now, in my current stage of life, in my current phase of fitness, it's a permanent fixture on my kitchen counter now when it comes to picking a food scale dear god nobody go buy anything extravagant i will link the one that i used from amazon for years years i just recently actually replaced it because it was looking honestly a little ratchet it was getting a little little bit of an eyesore sitting there on the, on the counter i'm like all right it's time for an upgrade me and my boyfriend beat the shit out of that old one so i but it lasted us years and it's nine dollars on amazon nine dollars so i will link it in the description of today's episode Of course, you are more than happy or more than likely uh, able to go purchase one that's a little prettier or a little bit more decadent or a little bit nicer. By all means, go for it. If you have no interest in needing something that's visually pleasing and has a cool glass who cares? And then get the $9 food scale on Amazon. It was fantastic. It lasted us forever. It's got its basic functions, which is really all you need, grams, ounces, I mean fluid ounces, honestly I don't think I've ever used in my life, milliliters. As long as it does the basics, you're good. And and when I was actually pulling up the link to to give this to you guys for today's episode, there's actually food scales on I don't know if they're Amazon. I'll see if I can do a little digging on the link. Uh, food scales that basically you tell the scale what it is that you're weighing let's call it an apple right here is my green apple you tell the food scale what you're weighing you put the apple on the scale and then the scale tells you the exact calories and macros for that food guys what that is insane that is my mind is blown. What a freaking game changer for just, I don't know, the world of macro tracking. Like how freaking cool is that? I don't know. I I don't know how expensive these are. If they're super cheap, I have no clue. I've never used one. I just think that that's really awesome to be able to like, here scale. I'm, this is a piece of chicken I'm placing on here. And it like Doo, do, 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 three ounces chicken. up It's 110 calories with 23 grams of proteins. I think that's awesome. So if you really want to get high tech with your food skillage, you definitely can. If you want the basics, which is what I stuck to and now continue to use, it's about $9 on Amazon and I highly recommend. Now, number three is kind of a two-part, but it could essentially be the same thing. And it's my crock pot slash Instapot. And I kind of came about having both by accident um, because I owned a crock pot. And my boyfriend had an instant pot. We move in together. We now have access to both. They do a lot of the same things. Um, we just have always used the crock pot for slow cooking and we use the instant pot for fast things, but essentially you could do everything that a crock pot could with an instant pot. So like if you are in the market to purchase something, you definitely don't need both. I just, I use both because I have access to both and I love it. So for number three, we're going kitchen appliance here uh, or kitchen gadget rather. My crock pot is Bay, and I motherfucking hated the crock pot growing up because every time my mom whipped out that crock pot, I was like, oh, we're getting some sort of slop for dinner. Like I just didn't like it. And honestly, I don't think she used it very often. I just remember hating it. I just remember being not fun it didn't mean anything good damn we're not getting pizza tonight i guess we're eating whatever's out of this giant pot i hated it now as i'm in a grown-up fitness girly i love my crock pot and really i will be totally transparent the only thing i make in my crock pot is chicken now are there thousands of recipes out there that i could use in my crock pot absolutely do i have time or the desire to make any of them no I really don't. Like when it comes to my food, I try to keep it as simple as possible. And then I will go do a little adventuring and being a little bit more, uh, you know, creative when it comes to like making big meals for like me and all my friends or having people over or going out to eat or baking. Like that's when I like to get a little fancy schmancy. But when it comes to my day to day, cannot live without the the crock pot for my chicken. I will put my chicken breast in there you can do any sort of like oil or sauce that you want. Um, I'll usually just drizzle a little bit of olive oil in there because the crock pot needs like the fat to be able to not like just completely burn whatever you have in there. So if you want to put like a little oil, a little butter, if you're doing some sort of like sugar-free barbecue sauce used to be one of my favorites. You want to do hot sauce in there. My sister makes Buffalo chicken, uh, meal prep in, in the crock pot all the time. Um, fantastic. So put your chicken in, put your, you know, liquid of choice, um, any seasonings you want. And then I will typically cook it either on high for six hours or on low for eight hours, just depending on when I'm putting that chicken in and when I need it for. Um, I've also left it overnight, totally fine. Once the crock pot's done cooking, it just kind of keeps it warm. Easy peasy. When it is done, I take that chicken out, which kind of just falls apart as I'm pulling it out of the crock pot and I just shred it up. That is the most hands-off I have ever made chicken in my life, and it is so easy. Nobody come at me for my chicken being dry. It is a little bit dry sometimes. I don't really care. I'm not in the, the, the market for needing the most glamorous piece of chicken when it comes to hitting my protein. I just need some chicken on my plate. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. We're not getting fancy schmancy. If I want a good-ass piece of chicken, I'll go out to eat. And when I go out to eat, I'm also not ordering a piece of chicken. I'm ordering something other than what the fuck I eat every single day. But the crock pot, for my chicken breasts, to always have protein on hand, chef's kiss, so easy. You can also do this in the Instant Pot. I just kind of don't. I've just always done the crock pot. Now, the Instant Pot, on the other hand, is bay when it comes to making rice. And any fitness ones out there, any bodybuilders out there, chicken and rice, chicken and rice, chicken and rice, chicken and rice. That's all you need. If I were to give you guys the secret sauce to nutrition, chicken and rice. Like, it's just so simple. And it's so boring that I love it. I really do. Like I've come to fall in love with chicken and rice and rice in the instant pot is so easy. I used to freaking botch making my rice. It was always undercooked or overcooked. It was either rock solid or it was like soppy soaking way too much water. I couldn't get a handle on it. So I switched over to doing like those microwave cups of rice, Um, but that's really not the most cost effective if you are including rice in a good amount of your meals, which I personally am, my boyfriend personally is, we eat a lot of rice. So for us to buy packs of those microwave cups, also he eats like a disgusting amount of rice in one sitting. He would need like four of those cups in the microwave for his one meal. It would just be, it would be ridiculous. So instead we bulk prep our rice in the Instapot All I do is put in, we usually make three cups at a time. So three cups of like dry rice makes a decent amount. Like nobody out there listening right now, if you're just you meal prepping for you, do not make this amount of rice. You will never finish it in time before it goes bad. We typically make three cups because again, he eats a ton, but we put those cups in there. We put the water in, you click the little button. I put it to the right white rice setting or brown rice setting, whatever rice I'm making. And it just goes. Similar gist to the crock pot, it's so hands-off. And then I get a beep when it's done. I turn it off. I undo the thing. I put the rice in a container. I'm good on protein and carbs for a good amount of my meals for the week. I cannot live without these two things. And I know that I can't because every time I go back home to visit home and I don't have access to these things, I'm getting all sorts of annoyed. I got to buy the rice bags and then I got to do like the microwave or like the boil in the bag. And it's completely fine. I just, it makes me really appreciate those two kitchen gadgets for making meal prep so much easier. And as a fitness girly, a fitness guru, a fitness anything, if this is a big piece of your life, make it easier on yourself. So Christmas is coming up soon. Also Prime Day is coming up right around the corner. I'm pretty sure like mid-October. Could potentially have some of these sales. You know, some of these items could be on sale, could be uh, something to ask for for Christmas, for a birthday, for whatever. Maybe it's your anniversary and you're like, babe, all I want is an Instapot. And you're, Boyfriend, husband, fiance is going to think you're crazy, but just tell them, listen, I was listening to this podcast. This crazy lady I follow, she told me that I need it and I need it and enough said, okay? It's a great investment for ease of nutrition moving forward in your journey. Number four, also a kitchen gadget, but a much, much, much smaller one. Could not live without my father. I couldn't do it. I don't know where in the world we all were before these things got super popular a couple years back, but holy moly, what a game changer for protein coffee and for any of my supplements. It is, it, it, it's a non-negotiable. And again, something kind of similar to the food scale where it's like you could function without it, but how much easier is life with it? And to me, that's the way things should be. And a frother on Amazon, same thing applies. 10, 15 bucks max. Like, Please don't go get this crazy high-tech frother. You don't need it. You don't need it. But this has been really helpful for me. So a frother, just that little like handheld mixer thing in case anybody's like, what is she talking about? The little handheld mixer thing. Um, I use it every single morning for protein coffee. So I will make my protein coffee. I'll make my coffee rather with the K cup and the Keurig and then put the scoop of protein in there. Now I could start just feverishly blending with the spoon and I've done that and it spills everywhere as anything would when it's filled up to the brim. So instead I'll stick the little frother in there, blend it up, and that protein just blends super smooth and creamy into the coffee because of like the frothing. And I just love it. That's super easy. And then whenever I'm taking my reds and greens as well, putting that powder in the water and then froth it up. It takes about five seconds to be like totally mixed and I'm I'm done. It's frothed. It's mixed. It's completely evenly distributed. There's no clumps. There's no bumps. There's nothing gross. And it's a smooth drink to drink for the coffee and for the reds and greens. And for a five to $10 investment, like I love this thing. Sometimes I'll just use it for the sake of just using it. You can even use it. I mean, for its actual purpose, which would be to like froth your milk and whatnot for your coffee. But Again, we're fitness girlies, we need protein in our coffee, we know this, so we're gonna use our frother to blend that up, we're gonna use our frother to mix up our reds and greens, make sure we're taking care of our digestion, taking care of our immune system, we don't want any clumps in there, easy peasy, lemon squeezy, such a useful little guy, little tool that I have actually packed with me on vacations and things as well Um, as long as it's in your carry-on bag and the batteries aren't in it you're good to go so i've traveled with that just so that i could make my protein coffee while i'm in other locations that's how much it means to me and for a tiny little gadget i think it's absolutely worth it and number five landing number five on this list which if i had recorded this podcast about a year ago this would not have made it on it would not be in my top five even close and number five is my nutribullet ah I love my Nutribullet, and I, until recently, was not a smoothie kind of girl. I really wasn't. I've seen people make smoothies. Obviously, I've made them in my past. It just never really never really appealed to me. This last, not year, probably about six to seven months or so, I've been on a smoothie grind. I have a smoothie every single day. And how easy is it to just plop everything in my little Nutribullet, close the cap, and I'm done. And then I can just drink out of the cup. I'm staring at my smoothie right now, actually, as I'm recording this, I can just drink out of that cup. And I think looking back, why I was never a smoothie kind of gal is is at my parents' house, like back home when I lived there, we had a blender obviously, but to use the blender and then have to pour the whole thing into a cup and then have to clean the lid of the blender, the actual like container of the blender, the blade of the blender, the cup of what I just drank out of the straw, I can't be bothered. I cannot be doing all that. And then that shit's just going to sit in the sink and then I got to clean it later. I'm out. I'm out. My Nutribullet, it's just the cup and it's the cup that I'm drinking out of. So it's like, I would have to be cleaning this anyway. I just, it's so easy. It's so low maintenance. Again, I, my boyfriend just had one. He was a big smoothie guy. He hasn't really drank a smoothie in a while, but he was a big smoothie guy. And I now use that thing every single day. I've just claimed it as my own. It's fantastic. So I love that. For my protein smoothie every day, which I will either have as like a post workout protein smoothie. Sometimes I'll do it as like a breakfast replacement. Uh, sometimes I'll just make a smoothie if I'm heading out of the house and I know I'm going to be gone for a little while. I will load it up with fruits, um, with oats, even blend up in there, has like a complex carbs, uh, a scoop of level one protein to make sure I'm getting that slow breakdown of protein to keep me full, and then head out. That way I'm like nourished throughout my errands and the work that I'm doing or wherever I'm going, and I'm not scrounging around for a coffee shop or fast food or a gas station. Oh my gosh, I'm starving. I'm like, no, I got my giant ass smoothie with me. I'm good. And I will literally leave the house with my smoothie cup under one arm and my hydro drug under the other and head out. And all my fitness girlies know we can never just have one beverage. It's got to be two plus maybe even three plus, like you just, you need an abundance of liquids and smoothies have become so much easier with my Nutribullet. That thing now has permanent residence on my kitchen counter. And I'm picky. I am picky about what goes on the kitchen counter. Cause if there's one thing about me, it's I hate clutter. I don't want my kitchen counter to be covered in like 15 different toaster blender, this, that, and then you don't even have space on the counter. So I'm a little picky with what goes up there. And my Nutribullet has cozied itself up right in the corner, sitting pretty, and I use that bad boy every day. So highly recommend if you need something that's convenient and you need to get in a couple more micronutrients, especially right now, flu season coming around, cold season coming around. I know you're listening right now saying, damn, I need to eat more fruits and veggies. Me too. Blend that shit up in your cup, put in a scoop of protein, add a little bit of milk or almond milk, blend it, and you're good to go right? Super simple, easy way to get more micronutrients in, get more protein into your diet, take it with you on the go. I love it. I really have become a full smoothie person and this may shift now as we're heading into colder weather because I don't love a cold drink in the cold weather, but we shall see. For the time being, Nutribullet is here to stay. And I don't even want to open the can of worms of foods that I could not live without kitchen edition. but we will get there in future episodes. I want to give you guys a really firm understanding of things that I use that just make life easier, make fitness easier, make nutrition easier, make all of this easier. And these are my top five must haves for the kitchen. If you want access to any of these things, like I said, I will link everything in the description of today's episode for you to go ahead and check out, um, totally up to you. If you want to get like the food scale I linked, or if you want to go browse around for something else, completely fine. I just think that these things help a lot when it comes to that consistency aspect, because nothing that is so inconvenient are you going to stick with it's only a matter of time before things start to kind of fall through the cracks a little bit. So five things I could not live without as a fitness girlie, if I do say so myself, kitchen edition, stay tuned for future episodes with fitness, lifestyle, workouts, you name it. I'm super excited for you guys to be here. And if you want to continue this conversation, head on over to the mental reps podcast, Facebook group, where we will continue to share links, resources, and I will be going live in there once a week with a training to continue to expand on each of these topics.